Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Lytan Rock. Lytan Rock. AKA Tanner Greenring. And I'm joined as always by my co-host, Philip. Yes, we've done it before. Lilip. Joshua. I think. Did you say Lilip? Yeah. You've definitely done that one before. Lytan Rock's new. Yeah. And I could have yeah. gone with Tannerinth, but I, I know I've done that one before because I suspect I did it alongside Philip. That tracks, yeah. <laughs> Probably in Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire? I think so. Who knows? Who knows anymore? We're not Pokemon I, experts. Just, I mean, We're I haven't even. Casuals. I'm just going to admit it now. I have Pokemon Violet. I haven't even booted it up yet. I haven't purchased the last, like, three Pokemon games because I'm just locked in. I only got it because there's that special Pikachu that can learn fly. Uh, mm. If you get the game and then use Mystery Gift before like February 23rd or something, 2023. Yeah. But I don't think I'm actually going to play it, especially because it seems like it needs to be patched pretty severely. It uh, will be. It will be. Give it time, baby. We're, we're going to have to play it in a year or whatever. So... <laughs> Hey, it's Tanner. I'm editing the episode. I quickly did the math, and it's actually closer to two years, just with the current slate of games. We got a lot of ground to cover before we get there, I think. Yeah, well, yeah. There's anywhere between two and 20 games between us and Scarlet Violet. So. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the the show we're doing right now, though, which is Ultra okay. Sun and Ultra Moon, That's which right. is Gen 7. Yeah. We're in the Alola region. And Josh, before we talk about our con- the continued journeys of Skull Grunt and Parrothead, Alola to you too, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to do some housekeeping because there's some some kind of usual segments that uh, have some notable additions this week that I want to talk about. Okay. The first is Totem Sticker Tally. Totem Tally. I did some backtracking specifically to try it's to fishing catch up. spots. I did go back to yeah, what is that? Hey, hey, that's got. There's a couple. A- a sticker that's floating around in a pool. Yep. Uh, I did that. I got a, I got a few more. I think the gap was getting to like four or something and I'm at 35 now. Yeah. I'm at 36, but I'm pretty serious about totem stickers, Hallie, even though I have no reason to be. Now I'm in the game though. I wasn't even in the game. No. Yeah. I have no reason to be because my level 40, my like 40 sticker reward is something awful and I can't even remember what it is now, but yours from professor Sampson is a little Marowak. And oh, that that's leads freebie. me to a new segment that I have. Oh my Since god. Since you won't do it, I'm gonna have to. It's called Is It a Chill Guy? Okay. And that should be my segment. You never do it though, so here I am. I I'm feel confident about you. my choices so far. Well, how do you feel about Alola Marowak for Parrot Heads? All chill island vibes team. And, and no, we went over this. It has the cursed flame bones. Listen to this though. That's it's based not on chill. Samoan fire knife dancers. Those are the guys who have like little flaming knives at the ends of ropes and they spin them around and dance at luau's and everyone loves it. And it's definitely got like okay. chill island vibes. That's interesting. I'm not trying to buy you time here, but I looked up the the history here. Are you still running Alolan Marowak? Oh, you better believe it, buddy. So why are you even trying to like make me I think about putting thing, it on man. my team? Ooh, I We're love both gonna this have thing. one. They could be buddies. 
It's a good point. I just, but the vibe doesn't feel chill. And too mean. for being chill is all about the vibe, man. I'm here. I am trying to build bridges. Here's a Pokemon that could sort of be the the bridge between us. Chill and a bad guy. Sure. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'll give you a respecting. Let's talk about Mantine surfing for a moment. There wasn't a new course yet, right? No, no, no. But I want to talk about Mantine surfing by way of another segment I have called Bad Guy Uh-oh. Shit. Something you need to know about the way I play Pokemon, Josh. And I've admitted this to you before, and I think I've admitted it to the bug catchers before. But I play via I think that I, if I'm editing the episode, I think I always edit it out. But I think this time you're going to make it canon. <laughs> here's the here's the canon announcement. I own this game, Lily and Lawfully, but I okay. played in edition on my Steam Deck for a number of convenience reasons. Um, one being that the screen is much bigger and it's much nicer to look at. Mm-hmm. Two being that I can save my backup games in case my game crashes, which your physical cards constantly do. And three being that via animation I can play the game at double speed, which really cuts well, uh, down on my choose through some of my grinding that's, time. That's why I'm always so overwhelmed with your speed. I'm like always thinking like, how are you so far ahead? How did you get all these levels? I usually You're play the games through it. double speed. Um, wow. Which just helps me just kind of get through some of the battles a little bit quicker. I mean, um, and I'm willing to admit that I'm a busy man. Like big time mayor cheat. It's also mayor cheat. You're like running two seasons in a row being Mayor Cheat. Here's the thing is I was Mantine surfing at double speed. So I, okay. I, and I realized that this week. So I went back and tried my hand at Mantine surfing at 1x speed. Killed it. I'm at like 19,500 points. I don't think it's, I do not think it's physically possible to get to 20,000 points. And is 20,000 the number one spot? Yeah. Okay. Well, let me see what I can do. Cause I guess now I'm going to have to give it another run as well. Although I, I, also I couldn't think, figure out what my exact score was, but it was like in the 19, 19,000 and hundreds. Mine is still 18, 536 or whatever it was. But I also think, I don't think it's overall. I think each leg has different high scores. So I think we're about I think so to, too. now that we've done the grand trial here, we're going to get a new leg. But it's going to so, have its own set of posted so scores. So the 19,500 or whatever it is, is for the Mele Mele to, yeah, yeah Heya Heya to whatever. Akala. I'm going to note that here. Heya Heya. Okay. So you now have the high score there. Mele Mele Fine. to Heya Heya. Fine. Okay, good. And honestly, it feels I don't good love to get it. that stuff off See my chest about playing at double speed because, ooh, you should try it sometime, man. It's a blessing. I only play the legal stuff. <laughs> I play on the original hardware which was supposed to be the premise of this podcast, by the way. Some of us have lost track of that along the way. Some of us lost a few save files with faulty 20-year-old tech, <laughs> Joshua, if I Do recall. Do you remember? And had to replay f- all of, I think, Pokemon Silver. I think so, yeah. Uh, because his cart failed. And then lost his save file of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, if you'll recall. And yeah, I think yeah. you also dropped a cartridge at some point and had to start over an entire game. Didn't yeah, you? In the original season, when I was playing Red and we hadn't even published yet, I think it was around like the sixth episode because we were trying to bank a bunch of them. My file died when I had like, I think, 28 hours. And then that's why when I got my I replayed the entire out. thing up to that point. But Switched over. Let's I have one more thing I want to talk about, Josh. 
you said this was a short leg. You were you texted me like three days ago, and you're like super short leg. We'll have nothing to talk about. So I was, and I hadn't even started at that point yet because my whole family is sick, uh, and I, my son was home all week. Humble so I was like, okay, I got time. Like I got time to to fuck around. So yeah. I'm finally going to do something that I think this gen made easy. And then I went and looked it up, and this is the first gen that made shiny hunting an easier possibility. I have via heard that, a couple yeah. of mechanics. Um, so I went and tried my hand at some shiny hunting and I'm, I'm determined to do it this season, Joshua, mark my words. What changed in this generation so that it's easier? Like what, what's your experience so far? Here's the, here's the technique. You admitted yourself via our friend, Mike Levine, Mm -hmm. that polywrath is a bad guy. That's right. I'm going to hold you to that because I'm going to have a polywrath on my team and he's going to be shiny. So here's what I do is in Brooklyn Hill. What color does it become? Honestly, I haven't even looked it up yet. Oh, that's fun. I want to be surprised. Okay. It's probably going to be like green or pink. They always turn green or pink when they go I'm shiny. pretty sure it's green, yeah. I was just looking at uh, the Pokemon that is my sweetie this week, and its shiny is also green. <laughs> yeah. So here's, here's my technique, is Brooklyn Hill, where we faced Lana's trial, has all those pools. If you right. go surfing around in them, there's only three Pokemon you're likely to bump into. Surskit, Dewpiter, and Poliwag. So your chances of hitting a Poliwag are really good. Mm-hmm. After our trial with Kiawe, the the global possibility of SOS b- battles opened up for all wild Pokemon. Any wild Pokemon during the course of a Pokemon battle can call for an ally. Right. And I don't know if you know this, but it increases your chances of encountering a shiny if you encounter the same Pokemon over and over and over and over and over again. I know that. That's basically all that I know. <laughs> so... The other thing that we unlocked after Kiwabi's trial is now the Pokemon centers sell adrenaline orbs, which is my item finder of the week. <laughs> okay. And Tell when me you about do it. the thing, the only thing that an adrenaline orb does is that when you consume one at the beginning of a battle, the wild Pokemon that you're facing can call for an ally more than once. So you get into this little okay. rhythm where you encounter a Poliwag. Do a couple of, in my case, I was I had an Eevee and I was doing quick attacks to get it down to red. And then I would like sand attacks at it just to lower its evasion. And then wait for it to call an ally because when it's in red, it'll call an ally. And then the ally comes in and if it's not shiny, I kill it with a faint attack in one hit. Sure. Okay. And then I go back to the first one who's still red and still like hurting. And just keep doing non-damaging attacks on it until it calls a new ally. And if that ally is not shiny, I kill it in one hit with a faint attack. And I go back to the original one and do non-damaging moves on it until I run out of PP. And then I run back to the Pokemon Center, which is right outside of Brooklyn Hill. See, this, I mean, that sounds like a clever and smart strategy. This is why I have never done shiny hunting, though. (laughs) Like... You just said we're busy. We're busy men. You get sort of into this like hypnotic rhythm. I can't I did it, do that. I did it for hours last night, Josh. Before I even started the leg, because you're like it's a short leg. So I was like, great. <laughs> so I did it for hours last night. You get into this little rhythm, and it's like I don't know. You can just sit and watch TV while you do it. But I think right. I probably encountered 200 polywags, and and still nothing. Still nothing. <laughs> Doesn't it behoove you to like stay in the spot because like. Or rather, my understanding is if you leave the area that you have been hunting the Pokemon, so for example, when you go back to the Pokemon Center, does that not reset the counter? 
It does. I, I suspect it does, but I don't know what else so, to do about it other than have. I can raise another Pokemon who's like my shiny hunting Pokemon. Because right now, I feel like you Eevee. would make. You'd want to make the entire team oriented toward doing it. Yeah, because then, then I could stay out there all day. Right. But this was. I'm just dipping my toes in. Okay. You know, seeing yeah. if I can get a lucky strike. But so far, I haven't. So maybe you're right. Maybe I need to up my, my shiny hunting team a little bit. I mean, I'm an amateur. I'm more of an amateur than you are at shiny hunting, apparently, at this point. I'm just speculating. I think that would be the strategy. But well, I'm sure the bug catchers will weigh in on this. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to have a shiny polyrath on my team. And there's nothing any of you can do about it. Nothing any of you can say to discourage me. Oh, it makes me really want that shiny two cannon now. You just got to find a spot where you can, like, run into two cannons really regularly. Or picky pecs, yeah. And then you can do this, like, SOS technique. I was thinking about it because, first of all, it looks rad, as we know. Yeah. But then also, while my two cannon does have skill link, which is, like, the best ability because it lets you, anytime you use one of those moves that repeats, like Rock Blast, it hits five times for sure. Right. But uh, I somehow overlooked that its nature is bad. Like it, it's some, it, it's like lowers its speed and pumps special defense. I think, which sucks. Like, I is skill link a, like a something. rare ability for those? It, yeah, it's not as common as whatever. The so other one is it's terrible. probably going to be a pretty low chance for you to get a shiny. It, and it would need to be shiny plus with skill link. Skill link. Yeah. Who knows? So I don't know, but I I do want to run two cannon for the whole game. I'll say now. So at that point, the investment is like probably worth it. But all right, I don't know. Housekeeping out of the way, Joshua. Let's okay. get into the, the meat wow. of this episode. 18 minutes of housekeeping. Well, there's a lot to discuss. <laughs> um, and honestly, shiny hunting was a big portion of my evening last night when I sat down to play this leg of the journey. It seemed my whole discussing. evening was singing my little heart out at karaoke. Where'd you go, Monteros? Do, uh, we have a friend who... I don't even know if I want to say this because i feel like it'll blow up the spot but you already said montero yeah apparently chris hemsworth matt damon and jeffrey wright were all hanging out there uh at on karaoke night this last thursday whoa really yes yeah, singing <laughs> cool. sweet caroline they weren't they weren't like one of them wasn't the singer but it's like they were just all they were there having fun yeah participating it's, cool. it's wild so um but it Montero's is, is the best karaoke spot in New York easily for like a performance venue, you know? Route five, nothing to comment on. Dimensional Research Lab, <laughs> Joshua. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get a big cutscene. Kukui summons us. And yeah. his assistant, or his, not his assistant, sorry, his wife. <laughs> Tanny's Facty. Real oh, quick. Okay. Okay. Kukui is straight. <laughs> or at least bisexual. We don't know. We don't know. Well, committed. Did you thought he was committed gay? in a well, I didn't know. Just because he doesn't wear a shirt? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I am trying not to be heteronormative here. I don't know yeah. what Kukui is. I'm saying okay. now he's confirmed straight or maybe bisexual, but at least yeah. is in a committed monogamous you know, relationship. That lab coat's sort of a cape. With a woman whose name <laughs> yeah. is Professor Burnett. What a power couple. 
Right. Um, apparently, she's the professor pr- professorial guide to Pokemon <laughs> Dream Radar, which I read about. <laughs> yeah, I insane. Not read about it. What is it? It's like it, it, it's a 3DS game. Oh, so it's not even a thing <laughs> in Sun and Moon. In it's, it's its own a game, wholly separate entity. Okay. And I thought, like, oh, is it like a? Dr- it's it's a sleep software for kids, maybe. But I don't think it is. It's. A game that takes place in the Interdream Zone, which is where Professor Burnett lives. Oh, of course. Where she harvests dream orbs um, <laughs> okay. from G- from dream clouds. And that's your job, too. And I think it's maybe like a walking, um, it's like a pedometer game. Because I think you build up like dream lasers by walking with your 3DS in your pocket. So I think okay. that's maybe the, the thrust of this. But I don't know. It's like related to Black and White. Black and White 2. So it's like... Complete nonsense, I think. So we shan't be playing that one as an interstitial. No. <laughs> I think we've already blown past it, like generationally too. The they've, other thing they've decided about... they're like, oh, here's this insane Pokemon game that we have. Let's make it canon by introducing Professor Burnett into Pokemon Sun and Moon. Yeah, get a little uh, bonus advertising campaign. But she also is the one who tells us about Ultra Wormholes. So. Yeah, so now you things are, are about to get a little bonkers either way. Ultra beasts, which you saw in Pokemon Go, this is where they start getting introduced. Yeah, we we see a little. Hint have of you it um? Have the you? Cutscene. We see a tear in the sky. Brief sidebar uh, yeah. on Pokemon Go. Have you encountered Guzzlord yet? Oh boy, have I! <laughs> when Bugcatchers went Tanner texted me out of the blue earlier this week because I guess Pokemon Go has a new like its new uh, a new raid, raid event battle is Guzzlord and Five I was like that Guzzlord. sounds like a slur like what are you calling me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just sent me an like unprompted. I was like sitting and working, and they're like, "Hey Tanner, now's your chance to catch Five Star Guzzlord." And I was like, "Oh." oh, oh. I don't think you're allowed to say that to me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Not their best translation, that one. Dimensional Research Lab over. Like, we just now learn about the ultra wormholes, but there's nothing to even be done about them yet. We just sort no, of get, we like, are a, just aware now. A little taste of them. Yeah. She also, Burnett, mentions that she found Lily and Cosmog washed up on the beach three months ago. Oh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> just casually. <laughs> And that's like the complete history of those two. Oh, yeah. she Like you're leaving the lab and then she goes to Parrothead. She's like, oh, by the way, I found uh, that girl and the uh, that extraterrestrial or whatever Pokemon on the beach three months ago. Bye. Like, Bye. Oh, okay. What? Shouldn't there be an investigation? We also are introduced to, um, I, maybe not at this point, but around here somewhere we're introduced to um, Team Aether again. They're like yeah. butting heads with Team Skull. And they're definitely not friendly. So maybe that's this right. game yeah. just has two bad guys. Yeah, there was, um, they were power they were vacuum. You know what to... that sounds like to me? A power vacuum. Sounds like someone needs to rush in and like cl- take the reins on Team Skull. And is Skull Grunt a, uh, an opportunist, perhaps? He's a power broker, just like the guy that built your, <laughs> built your building. Yeah, okay. Yeah, regular Robert <laughs> Moses, Skull Grunt. <laughs> yeah. Well, from there, we can finally go to Diglett's Tunnel. Yeah, right? now we've the went? little red flag is drawing us to Diglett's tunnel. Olivia, who's the grand master, what do you call him? Kahuna. Kahuna. Of She's the this Kahuna, island. and then they have they administer the grand trial. Exactly. Yes. So she is the Kahuna of this entire island, and she has Girl spent boss. the entire game so far, like just standing in Diglett. Camp. Yeah, she's gatekeeping. Diglett's gatekeeping tunnel. us. <laughs> 
Um, but now she invites us to walk through Joshua, um, and it's just a little little dungeon down here. There's a couple of guys you can fight. There's a whole shitload of diglets you can fight. And let me stop you right there. Yeah. Because let me tell you something. Joshi's got an You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week this week. Wow. And Is it's it Diglett and Doug Trio. Alolan, I assume you mean. Alolan, yes. Um, wow. Just, you don't like them? No. Let me go get another look at them. I think at least Alolan. The hair is Diglett. absolutely just heinous. Uh, the Doug, Doug Trio is a lot worse. I think Alolan Diglett at the very least is like harmless. But sort Alolan Doug Trio is pretty bad. <laughs> Doug Trio is a, a mess. Except I've this... noticed what you wrote here in the notes about Alolan Diglett, and it definitely like pushes me <laughs> over the edge. Yeah, the, their ability is tangling hair. Oh. <laughs> and when a Pokemon <laughs> attacks it uh, with a contact move, the speed of the attacking Pokemon is decreased by one stage. Ooh, that That's, is a great ability. It's a really good ability, but I don't like thinking about it. It is a really it gross at, name. At all. And I, I don't know if this happened to you, uh, if you were in there long enough, but in Diglett's tunnel, at some point, a Doug Trio, you know, in this in this game, I think it started in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Like occasionally there will be overworld Pokemon, just like you can't fight oh, them. Yeah. But they're just roaming around. Just, yeah. There is a Doug Trio that showed up just like at a cliff above me, like doing whatever it does to move with all the wigs. And I was like, I hate this. Do you think they're wigs? <laughs> I mean, it, that's why I don't like it. It looks like a wig. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It does look like a wig. We don't own actually your, encounter any Alolan Doug trios in this cave, right? I didn't actually yeah. see any Doug trios. I just saw... Dickens. No, I only saw the overworld, but that's what triggered me. Ugh. I, I just think it's gross. I hate thinking about... Tangling hair is Tangling so hair. Yeah. Uh, and I just think it's like... I mean, I guess it's lazy is, is my problem. Yeah. It's like you literally... Like, I don't have a problem with Diglett or Doug Trio, the like... Kanto versions. Yeah. It's specifically, they were like, oh, we need another Alolan Pokemon. Let's put put a fucking wig on Doug Trio. Like, what? It's gross. You know Ugh. who else we see in this cave is Archon. You know who they should have given a, a fucking Alolan version to is Archon. Now we're talking. And yeah. uh, what's it turned into? Archeops? Yeah. That, that is would a hell, have been of cool. a hell of a mon. That that when I ran that, that became one of my favorites. Like top. I know. I I love it. Personally. I've never run it, but I respected yours so much that I I think it might be the only good fossil Pokemon. It's definitely my favorite, and really the only one that I have any respect for. Although this is leaping ahead, I know we're going to talk about fossils. I'm debating running a, a different one this gen. A different fossil? Yeah, I just didn't from have Arjun? enough. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You should run our just talk about it. Can we just talk about it? You want to go to well, the, you want to jump ahead to the fossils? No, no, no. We can't. We can't. Let's No. I mean, I'm done with Diglett's tunnel. I'm done with Diglett's tunnel too, except at the very end, Team Skull is here uh and you get in a double battle with them with How. How. Yeah. His team's looking nice, except for that Brion, of course, but I have a bone to pick with him because he's kind of running Parrothead's team almost. He's got he's, a Pikachu. For me, he's got a Noibat. For me, he is. He's Dartrix, Noibat, Pikachu, and Eevee. Yeah. <laughs> Eevee's the, the odd man. So out. I don't like that. He's supposed to be my friend instead of my rival, and he's also just like copying my team. Yeah. That's not chill. Not chill at all. The battle's quick. Team Skull continues to just be um, 
terrible. Yeah, they've, they've got an Ekans and a Salandit. <laughs> yeah, make quick work of them. Um, and then we're on to Route 9, Joshua. We're out of the cave. Route 9 is like um, the outskirts of Coney Coney City. So there's plenty to do and see here. Uh, before we make it even very far onto the route, we're stopped by a very handsome man. Stunningly handsome. Who's back to being himself. It's Looker, the international yeah. man of mystery. I think he's a maybe like a, spy, a, a detective. He's coming out of a police station, which I guess maybe confirms that. Well, oddly, he's coming out of a police station, but says he's here on vacation. But seems to be back to his old ways. I remember at the end of um, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, we see a, like amnesiac, looker, yeah, like washed up on the beach. The so uh, the timeline. I think that was a retcon. I think we established that his first actual appearance is in Diamond, Pearl, Platinum, and in I think it's O-Ross. specifically in Platinum. I think he's not in Diamond and Pearl. Oh, interesting. Okay, uh, yeah. So I think in this remake. They had him, for some reason, he washes up. For some reason, they decided that he needed to be in the remake, and that. but his origin story is like Lily's, where he just washes up on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe he's like whatever Lily she Cove is. Or something, I don't remember. Uh, yeah. And then that, some some woman, like, takes him in. <laughs> oh, yeah, some, like, babe. So like, we don't... Brings him into her, her like, beach hut. <laughs> and I, I think it was Jen, I think it was Black and White was his, like, big debut though like he's in platinum but isn't he arrests all the seven state sages yeah that's yeah. like his big like that's his start you know, that's what put him on the map yeah and that's black and we white, don't know right? what he's up to here yeah that's right we don't well we, we do he's on vacation he says oh yeah i don't know that looker is ever really on vacation and then though. he gives you a thunderstone which is useless to me useful for me zone. although i still got another like 10 levels on this pikachu before i'm going to use it but I've got it, so that's nice. The only other thing out here is um, the police station, the Route Nine <laughs> police station. Yeah. Um, the police sprites in this game are pretty funny. They like they all have like little flashlights, and when you battle them, they go like ah, and like snap into a pose in a funny way. Yeah, and like shine them. it on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You head into the police station, and you hear about from one of the the guy at the front desk is like, "Can you check on my partner? He's being really weird." And you go into the back. There's one other policeman in here, and there's one guy in the back, like staring in the corner. <laughs> It's like Blair Witch Project or something. <laughs> yeah. And he's uh, like, D- Yeah. D- you get its D- attention, and it becomes very clear that it's Ditto. And you're engaged yeah. in a battle, Joshua. Here's my question for you. Is it a bad guy? Ditto. I think Ditto is whatever you want it to be, baby. Does that mean it's bad, or does that mean it's just, like, programmed to be bad? Well, it's a cop, so I'd probably say it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Compelling. Uh, I think also Either way I caught it and the if, other four of the Ditto five. I mean, I, I I think it's somewhat irrelevant. I really don't expect that you're going to run a Ditto, but uh I would also say in the bad guy column in Detective Pikachu the movie, there's the Ditto that becomes a human. Oh yeah. That I so and it's a bad, bad human. It's a bad so, human. Yeah. I think Ditto's kinda bad. Cool. More bad Who than knows? good. If I but get it one can, of the, it can be whatever. If I can breed one of those dittos that does the automatic transformation when the battle starts, who knows? That would be fun. It's pretty weird. And I know you've become quite a ditto stan. In fact, I would call you the sixth member of the ditto five. Yeah, I would too. Thanks to yeah. my Pokemon Go character. Yeah. Who's not a ditto. Definitely not. Um, Coney Coney City. We're here. 
the home of Olivia. Her her trial takes place in some like mud pit just outside of the city. But first, we have to get through the city. It's got this like traditional Japanese look. All of the buildings look like old Japanese buildings. Yeah, it's nice. Looks great. Festive. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Um, there's a shop here that has nothing nothing worth buying. A clothing yeah, shop. Yeah, all the sorry. herbs and powders and shit that I. There's never a TM buy. shop here though, which has some pretty nice TMs. I bought um, Aerial Ace and Bulldoze. And Joshua, there's a place where you can buy fossils. Yes. The Fossil Warehouse. Did you? Um, I, well, here's the, here's the question for you, Joshua. Okay. Is it a bad guy? Huh. Any of them? Any of the available fossils in this fossil shop, a bad guy. Let me tell you who's on the menu. Okay. After this break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fossils. Thank you for inviting me to talk about fossils. Apparently, this is Olivia's shop where you can buy both evolutionary stones and fossils. She's the, by the way, she's the she, rock gym leader. Yeah, she seems like rock she's type. heavily invested in the restaurant in town as well. Like, she's sort of got a Coney Coney she's, under her thumb. That's, you know what? I respect that. Yeah, she seems nice. Let's talk about these fossils because mm-hmm. you and I actually have have two different sets of fossils available to us. So let's talk about mine first, and you can tell me if any of these fossils turn into bad guy Pokemon. Okay. Lay it on me, Stringbean. The plume fossil, which turns into, as we know, Archon. No. Pure goody. Like, too goofy, fun, no. Yeah. The dome fossil, which turns into Craniados? Um, I lean no. Okay. Rampardos sort of has like a, a mischievous I mean, no little too. look to it, but I, I again, I think it's kind of a fun guy. Yeah, I do too. Um, yeah. Let's see. The sail fossil. Nope. That is, oh, certainly. Um, Amora? No. Amora. So innocent. Um, next up is the armor fossil, which turns into... Shield on is armor. Shield on, certainly not. Bastiodon, and then the last I also one is think no. Root fossil. Lilip. No. Fialip. Absolutely not. No. No, um, I think I'm I just don't think there's any talent here for the a bad only guy. ones that I think you could get away with would be Wait, do you not have access to the dome fossil? Because I think that's yours. I do. Isn't that Cranidos? No. Oh. That's skull fossil. Dome fossil, Kabuto and Kabutops, Kabutops. Oh. Yeah, that Kabutops thing is a bad guy. Do that's want a rock Pokemon, though? No. Rock water. Uh, okay. We'll think about it. I mean, I'm thinking nice about running Tortuga. So who do you have? Also you rock have water. You have Skull, which is Kranidos. You have Helix, which is Omanyte. You have Jaw, which is Tyrant. Tyrant. Not chill. You have Cover, which fossil. is Tortuga. And you have Claw Fossil, which, which is... Anerith. So I think, I guess I'll do, is it a chill guy?
Oh, okay. Caracosta. Tortuga. That's what Tortuga evolves into? Tortuga, certainly. Absolutely. But but the evolved form, Caracosta, what do you think about this? Let me look it up real quick. Because it's also a big... I mean, Tortuga, like, no question. Right. Caracosta. Ugh, he just looks like a... He looks like a... I don't think so, Josh. Yeah. (laughs) He's got, like, a flak vest on. I know. And, like, a face shield. I'm realizing... It's it's like a cab. He looks like a SWAT member. <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, man. man, I think you're right. Now that I'm looking at the full Bulbapedia page, I don't think it's gonna work. Damn. I think. Is there anyone you could run? Not really. I don't think so. I guess. Um. What's Big Anareth called? He's sort of friendly. <laughs> uh, I don't. That's sort of like a freak show. I don't. I don't think so for <laughs> Pyramid's team. I think the yeah. fossils are out for me as well. Yeah, the only Armaldo. ones that I think I could shoehorn in are the fossils that you have. Plus, I've run them before. You know, like I've done Amora, I've done Arkin. So, well, now you, I'm looking at a picture of Caracosta here, Joshua. This guy's a bad guy. So yeah. maybe we can come to some kind of arrangement. I don't, but I don't want. I don't want those. Although, I mean, God, Arkin would fit in pretty fucking well on Parrothead's team when you think about it. Mm-hmm. It is an exotic bird. God, if only they had an Alolan version. Instead, they only gave other it to thing they're worth diglet. talking about here, Joshua, in Kony Kony City, is my "You Make Me Barf" Pokemon of the week. In the city, in the city, who Joshua. There's a boy here who will battle you. <laughs> Two episodes in a row, you're talking, condescending to these boys running around the islands. It actually wasn't a boy, it was an office worker <laughs> okay. um, named Duggle. <laughs> um, he says that he's in love with somebody. Oh, um, I ran But doesn't have the guy. courage to like go and tell her that, she loves, that he loves her. Yeah. So he wants to battle you and see a Z move uh, during the battle, which will give him the strength to go and um, ask the girl out to uh proclaim his undying love yeah so i i thought oh i get what this guy's asking like he needs a little encouragement you know he's not horny enough so i went out i threw low punny out there did a breakneck blitz on him on his pokemon and then got got him up to go and ask the <laughs> girl out and fluffed him he, um, yeah yeah and then um she said no but he yeah. has one pokemon Friends and of- it's my you make me barf Pokemon of the week. Something I've never realized before. Something I've never analyzed before until I've seen it now fully rendered in beautiful 3D. It's Clampearl. I'm fairly certain Clampearl has made you barf before, but this is like a new dimension of barfing. I I don't think so because... That's an Clampearl's, oversight then. Clampearl's two evolutions have both made me barf before. Huntail and Gorbis. Yeah. But Clampearl has been fairly innocuous. Line. But now I get a good look at this thing, no. and I realize that the little pearls all around it are actually like little appendages, little fleshy, bulbous appendages. I've thought this thing was bad the whole time. I've, I'm astounded that it wasn't already in the barf column. Well, fact. it looks a little like um, the one clam that I like from Gen 1. Cloyster? Yeah. It's got cloister sure. vibes to it, and I like sure. cloister. But I'm seeing little clam pearl here called I Pearl Lulu. I think Japan. clam pearl probably for the majority of the population gets a pass because it's sweet little like the pearl is cute specifically but you think but the little blue things are pearls everything too around good it look is disgusting yeah it's just like sitting in a little nest of its own like gross Dunk. 
wieners or like nipples. <laughs> Nubs. So, Clan Pearl, might you make me barf Pokemon of the week? Joshua, yep. welcome to Memorial Hill. Yes, this island has a cemetery too. I guess they were just out of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> a robust cemetery too. Yeah. I ran into Joshy's sweetie here. I don't think it's new territory, but it's Gentleman Smith's Jolteon. Oh, certainly not a surprise. Might be new. Might be a, the, f- the first time it's been inducted, but it's like... I th- it could be. It's but like I've when someone is like gets a life, like an honorary lifetime induction into like the yeah, Rock and Roll exactly. Hall of Fame or whatever, you know? <laughs> I like, of course. complimented Jolteon countless times in this show. Yeah. But now we're going to officially move it from neutral to sweetie. Uh, I just, I think this is the first time I'm seeing it in full 3D also. So I'm very impressed. It just works. Uh, It's my favorite Eeveelution. I think it's got sass. Is it my, I think it's probably my favorite Eeveelution. It's a good one too. Um, And this is the one that uh, it's shiny becomes like a Mountain Dew style green. <laughs> cool. That I actually, I don't think I love it. I think the yellow is is probably better, but it's kind of cool. It's a little funky. It looks really good in Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, which makes me think. Well, save it. Yeah, I might. I might have. I to think those that. are the games that make shiny hunting the easiest. By the way, yeah, you mentioned from that. what I read. Um, that would be fun. But that's we are all sent I got. On our way out to the ruins of life, which exist here on um, Akala. Kala Island. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Kala. Uh, on the way out, we encounter a woman who is definitely the the sort of counter to Gladion. So the, the sort of Gladion's other half stops us, accosts us on the way out of Kani Kani City. Um, her name is Plumeria, and she yeah. is at least a little bit more self-aware of all of Team Skull's problems. <laughs> She's like, Team Skull's a joke. Everyone hates us. Everyone thinks we suck, but um, she's not aware of sort of fashion as far as I'm concerned with her terrible like bug-eyed glasses. No, that's not that's not Plumeria, isn't it? No, that's that's someone from Aether. That's Aether Foundation. Plumeria looks just like Gladion. She's like this like oh shit, you're right. I Harley Quinn like (laughs) yeah yeah. But she, uh, ooh, she sits in like she sits like in like she's like I'm with Team senses. Skull and Team Skull sucks and it's like come on people like <laughs> I don't know if I'm on the right side of history with this metaphor but I feel like Elon Musk here like <laughs> trying to rein this team in trying to steer this ship in the right direction. Jesus. <laughs> so you're gonna take control of Team Skull and then you're just gonna clean house, hammer it into shape. Yeah, <laughs> you're either with me or you're against me. <laughs> And then 75% of people are against him. 10th floor by 10 p.m. today. We're having a big meeting. Um, Yeah, so I I destroyed her. She has like joke Pokemon. Uh, I don't like her fashion sense either, to be honest. Um, And then the the way is cleared for us to enter the ruins of life, Joshua, which is where we expect to see some grand uh, stage where we'll face off against Olivia in pitched battle, but no. No. She doesn't even invite us in. It's just she's like, like the Guardian Pokemon's in there and you're not allowed in there. A clearing in the middle of nowhere. She's like, here's some dirt we can battle in. <laughs> like literally, like you're in like a dirt patch. She's like, let's just battle here. It's like, aren't you the fucking Kahuna? Yeah. 
Mealy Mealy, like we had a big show. It was like a party. Where's the spectacle? What the fuck? You know? What am I what am I in this game for? Parrothead yeah. is trying to like you know And she's sort of like a she's like a fashion she's like a high she's party. like posh, you know? Yeah. Like her her persona is she's like a she's in like a cocktail dress and she's posh. I hang out in a cave and I'm gonna fight you in the dirt. Here's my gross Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it is gross. So let's talk about our teams that we brought level in check. to fight Sorry. Olivia in a level, level check. check. Yeah. Parrothead, what are you working with? I caught a couple of new Mon that I'm going to be building up, but I do not have any big changes to announce at the moment. All right, run us through. Hoot, Dartrix, level 33. Tango, two cannon, level 30. Fruitcakes, Noibat, level 31. Cheeseburger, Snorlax, level 30. Jimmy, Pikachu, level 32. Joe Merchant, Fletchinder, level 29. Thanks, took the opportunity to eat another graham cracker. <laughs> Looking good. Skullgrunt, all bad guys. Mabel, Alola Marowak, level 35. <laughs> Colress, Chargabug, level 31, going in the box until this thing gets a little closer to the magnetic field in uh, wherever that wherever that is. Blush long, Mountain. Long, long yeah. way to go. Giovanni Which is what I'm is thinking with my Noibat also. I might uh, swap it out for a little bit. Giovanni Incineroar, level 34. Whoa. You know what I Wait, it evolves at 34, so I'm only one level off? I should have done that. You know what I realized about Incineroar? Is he's called the heel Pokemon, and I realize that he's supposed to be a bad guy wrestler. He's like the huh. Hulk Hogan, you know. He's like a wrestler who's a bad guy. That's what a heel is in the wrestling world. So this guy was like born to be on the bad guy team. I mean, I I think that was kind of clear to me. Also, yeah, e- even without uh, knowing that fact. Commander Mars, Low Punny, level thirty three. Uh, Mayor Sleep, Shenotic, level thirty one. <laughs> yeah, hate that fucker. And welcome to the team, Zerosic. You remember Zerosic? He um, was that like disgusting, the like, mad scientist, mad with scientist the bad from red Team goggles. Yeah, or who lives Team like, Flare. Yeah, Team Flare, who lives like thirty miles underground. Yeah, and wanted to Umbreon. Blow up the world. Yeah, level thirty. Let's talk about Umbreon's journey onto my team because it's she started as Evie, or he, sorry, started as Evie and was my shiny hunter because it knew a combination of moves that could keep me in a shiny battle, an SOS battle for a long time. And then eventually just slowly leveled up into Umbreon, who also had a lot of good moves for shiny hunting. So it was a complete accident that I have a Umbreon on my team. But I do, and it's kind of cool. Well, also, Umbreon was the cleanest choice, I think, for bad guy. Oh, yeah. I just, I, it was honestly pure luck that it leveled up at probably like midnight last night. So I think that's all it takes is happiness and time of day. You think you're going to keep it or only use it for shiny hunting? I don't know. Kind of nice. Kind of good Pokemon. Yeah. I've run one before. I can't remember what gen it was. Maybe gen two. You will have dark covered with Incineroar though. So. Yeah. True. Something to think about. Something to think about. That's my whole team. I had absolutely zero issue with Olivia. She has a Anorith, a Lilip, and a Lycanroc. All rock type. I had one issue. Tell me. Why does Anorith float? Did you notice this? <sighs> Anorith sprite was so troubling because it looks like, yes, it's floating. And it's little like 
like feathers or whatever. Yeah, they are, are sort of like it, like undulating. some sort of like Hiao Miyazaki style. Like it looks as though it's supposed to be microscopic, and is it supposed to be microscopic? No, it's two feet four inches long. Well, then how is it ambulating? <laughs> I but don't, also it also makes it look like the two little claws in the front. Six pounds. It makes it look like the two little claws in the front were all that was holding it up when it was in the battle spread. Yeah, it's it's very confusing. I've never thought about it. I mean, it to me, it always seemed basically like a land flounder kind of a thing. Like it's just flat on the ground. I guess, you know what? I'm looking at the black and white sprites. I'm looking I at guess they every animated like feathers. sprite for this has them like slowly floating and their feathers undulating. Oh, you're right. But, you know what? It reminds me why I said Hiao Miyazaki, our favorite film, Nausicaa, The Valley of the Wind. It looks like one of those big mutant bugs in the jungle. Yeah. Ooh. But either it's way. shiny is also an improvement. Uh, Whoa. Are you thinking about this? What is it? Because it's another on, fossil that's available. It's not, but it's not chill. I don't think there's any way. Armaldo, I guess, is sort of a dumb Armaldo dumb. is. He's kind of a big, <laughs> lovable bug. Ooh. But it's based on... Brine shrimp. Brine shrimp. So why would it? Which ever is sea be monkeys floating. Sea monkeys I, float. Yeah, but underwater, and it's not water it's type. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't obviously, know you know, her whole I team sucks. I don't really have any problems with it, but I'm very confused, and her team does suck. Um, and I beat them very quickly. Oh, I also will note the Lycan Rock has the uh, Rockium Z, and it uses um Continental oh, yeah. Crush, and I had Noibat facing oh, yeah. it so noibat on the screen is like you know a millimeter basically and so <laughs> continental crush is just this giant entire screen like boulder that yeah. comes down like an asteroid it's flattened it i was like very satisfied and of course noibat just decimated dead oh but yeah, yeah i think no his um he also dropped a um continental crush on whoever i had out at the time but I think it, Alolan, it was Shinotic. I had Shinotic in and Continental Crush. Just like that must just be a one hit KO move. Like yeah, just it's it's really good. Shinotic. Although I'm looking at the uh, the fandom uh, walkthrough here, and like Hanrock has two moves. It just doesn't even have four. Like what? What are you talking about? <laughs> Why wouldn't it have four moves? All it, it just needs to drop that. Continental it only has crush. Bite and Rock Tomb. Yeah, I guess. But Continental Crush is the Rock Tomb Z move. She Easy. gives you a bunch of heart scales, you get your Rocky MZ, and you're out of here. Out of here. And we're out of here, because that's the leg. That's it. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Did I? Are you going to get on my level? What do you mean? Mantine surfing? Oh, of course, yeah. I, I'm right. Frankly, I, I'm flying to London tomorrow. That's a six hour and 50 minute flight. Uh, I got yeah. plenty of time for surfing. Maybe you should go do some toucan and shiny hunting too while you're at it. I'll think about it. All right, Joshua. I think that's it for us this week. Bug catchers, thank you for joining us. Joshua, thank you for joining me. Please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts uh, and do follow the show anywhere that you follow podcasts and do follow us at expsharepod on Twitter and Instagram. And check out the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bug catchers and buy some merch at expsharepod.com. Next week, we will be headed to... Actually, next week, I think we're... We have no landmark we're headed to. I think we're going to meet the Ultra Beasts. Oh. That's our milestone. Oh, wow. So we'll probably be headed into some Ultra Wormholes to face off against some 
Buzz Swoles, and Guzzlords. Yes. Encounter with the mysterious Ultra Beast. Let's look forward to that. I can't wait to see which of these Ultra Beasts are bad guys and which which aren't. They all seem like, frankly, with names like Buzz Buzz (laughs) Swole and Guzzlord. Seem bad. Seems pretty black and white to me. Um, (laughs) Joshua Bugcatchers, goodbye. Alola. And smell you later. I put a big graham cracker in my mouth right before I came down. That's not recording best practices. You're telling me. (laughs) 